Welcome to Intuitive Bites Podcast. I'm your host, Kirsten Ackerman, the Intuitive RD. I'm a non-diet registered dietitian and intuitive eating coach. My mission is to help women recover from diet culture and heal their relationship to food and body. Follow along as I speak with leading professionals in the field and explore concepts of intuitive eating, health at every size, and body liberation. Before we dive into this episode all about binge eating, I wanted to let you know that I am now selling the recordings for my master classes that I hold at least once a month. Um, and you can find those at theintuitiverd.com. There are master classes on emotional eating, getting past diet rebellion mode, where to get started with intuitive eating. There's also one all about intuitive eating for professionals. So go to theintuitiverd.com, click on the shop tab, and you'll be able to purchase those recordings to listen to right now. Hey guys, welcome to episode 80 of Intuitive Bites. Today I'm chatting with Marissa Kai Maluk, who you may know from Instagram as binge.nutritionist, and we are talking all about binge eating. We're talking about what binge eating is outside of the rigid definition you'll find in a diagnostic manual. We're also talking about some tips for addressing binge eating um, that are super enlightening. Um, So if you have struggles with binge eating, if you have identified as a binge eater, this episode is for you. Um, Before we dive into this episode with Marissa, just wanted to let you guys know that enrollment is now open for my high-level intuitive eating group coaching program. So if you have been practicing intuitive eating for a while, you're feeling a little bit better in terms of your relationship to food, but now you want to focus on things like body image and gentle nutrition and joyful movement and supporting your health without getting sucked back into that diet mentality, this is the group for you. Do not delay. I'm only running one cohort of this group this time around. Um, My wedding's around the corner, so I don't want to kind of overload my schedule. So one cohort, it's starting in just a couple of weeks. If you are, if you fit the bill, get in on this now. The best way to enroll in this group is to go to the link in my bio on Instagram. You'll find a link there to get registered. Uh, My Instagram is at the intuitive underscore RD. With that, let's go ahead and listen into my conversation with Marissa. All right, Marissa, we are good to go. So uh, please introduce yourself and just a little bit about what you do. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I'm really excited to chat. Uh, I'm Marissa Kaimilik. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist, and I specialize in working with people with binge eating, specifically those that are coming out of dieting or any sort of restriction and getting caught up in that binge restrict cycle. So the reason I actually got into this and the whole reason I became a dietitian was because I struggled with my own relationship with food as I think um, I think many anti-diet and, and eating disorder dietitians oh. do. They, they all have their own story. And so I struggled with a restrict binge cycle for many, many years, coupled with bulimia and was really having a hard time getting help. Uh, often wasn't taken seriously when I tried to discuss my struggles with 
medical professionals, family members, friends, things like that. I think it just wasn't as understood as it is today. And so I personally decided I don't want to live like this anymore and sought out my own kind of journey of recovery, discovered the intuitive eating book that really helped me a lot. And I completely decided to change my life career path and went back to university to become a dietitian. So kind of sought out this career path with this vision of helping my past self where I was. And so now, yeah, that's, that's what I do. And I I really love it. It's really fulfilling. It's tough, but I just, am I'm really passionate about it because I know life on the other side of struggling with binge eating and it's, it's worth it. Yeah. That's so cool. I always love hearing how people got into this work and stuff because so my, my journey is that like, I didn't discover intuitive eating until after I was like, a dietitian with a master's degree. And like, I thought I, you know, had figured everything out. And then all of a sudden I like discovered intuitive eating, health at every size, this whole other world. And so it's interesting to hear those who are like, learn about it and then go pursue it and like go through the nutrition program and stuff like with that mindset. That's really cool. Yeah. And I don't know if it made it more difficult, but I, I, throughout schooling, I would get so conflicted on, oh, this is what I believe in and what brought me here yet in some of my like weight centric classes, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, uh, how do I write an essay and get an A yet completely disagree with the philosophy we're being taught here? So there was a lot of sort of, of trouble mentally regarding kind of where is this headed? And I, at some points had doubts about going into the field because I thought there was no place for me, Mm -hmm. but luckily towards the end, I realized, you know, this world of, of intuitive eating dietitians in social media space. I was like, okay, wow, they're doing it. I can do it. And I'm, I'm kept going, but it is, it is really interesting kind of the different ways people get into this realm. Yeah. And hopefully we'll see more and more programs incorporating intuitive eating stuff. I think that it's definitely on the rise. Oh, definitely. In my, my master's program, we had a health at every size dietitian come in and do like one lecture. And I was like, this is awesome. And it was actually because another classmate like presented that idea to our professor and got it set up. So I think even more of the dietetic students aligned with this work are trying to sort of plant some seeds in the curriculum to bring some more awareness. Love that. Yeah. Um, So let's dive into talking more about binge eating because I know this is kind of like your niche and like totally is what I work with clients on a lot as well. So I guess let's like just discuss and I'll open it up to you. Like for those who are listening, like what is binge eating? Like I know there's like this rigid definition. How do you kind of define it? And yeah, I guess let's start there. Yeah. It's a question I get a lot because is it a binge when we just overeat on Thanksgiving? Is it a binge when I get dessert, even though I'm full from dinner? And sometimes that definition can really dictate for some people like how they treat what's going on, right? And I don't think that the word necessarily has to warrant whether or not somebody gets help. If you feel like you're overeating consistently or you feel like there's something that's off with kind of the, I don't know, the way that you're 
unable to, to listen to your fullness or something, that's warranted to get help. But if we want to get into the definition of the differences between overeating and binge eating, binge eating would be more so classified as eating a very large quantity of food in a short period of time, often accompanied by a feeling of losing control. So even if you are aware of, wow, I'm really stuffed, something isn't stopping you. You you physically feel out of control and you know that's coupled with guilt and shame and uh just some people describe it as like blacking out or a feel like an out of body experience. So that would be way different than almost intentionally overeating at a holiday meal or right. choosing to order the dessert even though you're really full because you want to have that taste satisfaction. That's mm-hmm. very much human, but um if we find ourselves consistently overeating because of some unknown reason, we're just really not in tune with that fullness signal, then that warrants just as much help as an actual classified binge. So that's kind of uh, how I would differentiate it though. I love that. Honestly, I couldn't even say off to you like what like is in the the diagnostic, you know, manual about binge. Something very specific about like this quantity of food and this amount of time or this many occurrences. And like, I totally get like they they need some sort of framework. But like, I think that, um, yeah, like that feeling of chaos and like out of controlness and frenzy and like the blacking out thing. I think that's another good term. Like, I feel like people can resonate with that. And I feel like they can resonate with it at, with very different quantities of food, depending on the person, yeah. you know? Yeah. A chaotic exactly. feeling. Mm-hmm. The chaotic feeling. That's a really great way yeah. to describe it. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So I think that's a good, a good start. The other thing I guess to mention here, and I'm sure you have this experience too, like I think a lot of people throw around that term binge eating sometimes. Um, even just to, like you said, like describe something that's that's maybe what they're perceiving as overeating, right? It doesn't even have to be overeating, but they're perceiving it that way. And they're like using that label binge eating. Um, so yeah. And I guess I should kind of with what you said there, just say that overeating is not simply going over the amount of calories your diet's allotting <laughs> you to have. It It is more so physical, uh, that physical feeling of I overate, that big sigh that you take after a meal where you're like, uh, this, I feel stuffed. I'd say that's more so what, what we should deem overeating because when we put an arbitrary rule or number around what means that we're overeating, then we're not really, we're, we're relying on something outside of us to tell us that we're overeating, which, which honestly, if you're still hungry, how could you say that you're overeating? Yeah. 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 So I think that, um, when we get more in touch with our body, we're better able to trust and decipher, okay, I'm overeating or, um, maybe feeling that more out of control, chaotic feeling of a binge. Yep. Okay. So I'm curious for you to share your thoughts based on your experience with like, what are some of those, like you mentioned before, like, okay, you're overeating consistently for like some unknown reasons. What are some of the reasons that you consistently find that kind of drives binge eating behavior? Yeah, there's a lot of different reasons, but probably the biggest one that I see amongst working with people who struggle with binge eating is restriction. So coming out of a recent diet or even like a lifelong of yo-yo dieting. So it's not simply just, oh, I was just on a diet six months ago, 
if you were on a diet five years ago, but still never healed from that restrictive mindset, that can still be contributing to further binges. So restriction is probably one of the number one reasons binging starts. And that can, when, when I say restriction, the definition of that is kind of wide open there, but any sort of resistance, rule, I mean, the word simply restriction to foods, amounts, um, timing of things, that, that type of stuff that gets you outside of your body, meaning you're relying on something outside of what your body's actually telling you it needs. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, for sure, obviously see that a lot too. And I think um, thinking about some of the clients I've been working with lately, there's a lot of like they don't even realize that they're restricting and like they might not even, I'm, I'm thinking of the person listening to this, like they might not even identify with like, yeah. I'm not restricting. Like I'm, I'm out of control. Like that's not, I'm not, that's not my problem. Right. I hear that all the time. People are like, you keep telling me we have to stop the restriction, but I'm not restricting. And then I hear them talk about food and they're like, yeah, well I ended up having three pieces of pizza when I should have only had two. And I'm like, the should. You said should. <laughs> that's restriction. Yes. <laughs> it's those little sneaky ways that we second guess what are what we need, and we don't have full permission to to eat what whatever our body's telling us that we may need or even want. That's restriction, and so it doesn't have to be physical restriction. You don't have to be under eating to have this rebound effect of binge eating. It can simply be a mental restriction of I should do this. I shouldn't do that. I, you know, can have this, but only once a day or only a serving size. Those are conditions and those conditions to your permission to eat are restrictive. You're getting to something that I was going to ask you about because you had a post, um, I don't know, I saw it on your feed very recently about like conditional permission versus unconditional permission, which we talk a lot about unconditional permission. So I guess, can you just like elaborate a little bit more on that piece? Yeah, I made that post because (laughs) of this conversation, because of people telling me, oh, I have permission to eat all foods. And then I hear those sneaky little words come up of should, shouldn't, can't. I don't know, all those things. So essentially when we are working towards healing our relationship with food and breaking away from binge eating, we one of probably the first things we do is work on our mindset uh, around permission, meaning like unconditional permission to eat. And when I tell people we want to create unconditional permission to eat, that sounds so scary. It sounds like we're literally just going to eat ice cream and pizza and burgers for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every single day for the rest of our life. But permission, unconditional permission, simply means we have the permission and then we get to decide based on what we want, what feels right, what our body needs. So it's the permission, but having permission for me to, I don't know, go streaking right now (laughs) doesn't mean that I'm going to want to do it. It just means I have permission, which I don't think I have permission, but (laughs) you know, it's all about, it just gives you the choice. So unconditional, really emphasizing that word means that there's no if, ands, or buts about it. It's I can have the pizza as much as I want to feel satisfied if I want it, you know, at any day, any time. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to have it on a Monday morning at 6 (laughs) a.m. But the condition, the conditional permission would be I can have pizza 
once a month, as much as I want, but, but not more than once a month. And that is a condition and that doesn't allow ourselves choice because what happens if you have the pizza once a month and you eat the whole pizza, whatever, and then a week later you're celebrating at a a baby shower and there's pizza and you're hungry, but your mind is saying, no, you shouldn't. You already had it once this month. You you shouldn't have it again. (laughs) Yeah. That that's restricting in that moment Mm -hmm. coming from a mental condition and that can cause us to quote unquote, lose control later that day. And you might find yourself saying, oh, what the hell? I'm going to eat the pizza anyway. And then kind of over, overdoing it to where you feel sick because it felt like it was off limits. So that's kind of how I would describe that main difference is that we're not just looking for permission to eat all foods. It's unconditional permission to eat all foods. I love that. And I love the example. I think you did it in the post, but you also mentioned it here of like, even if you're giving yourself permission to eat the pizza and you're like, yeah, like I can have the pizza right now. I can have it tomorrow, whatever. But you're like, but I really only should have this many pieces. That's that conditional, you know, conditional permission Mm -hmm. thing that's going to cause the restriction. And the interesting thing or the, yeah, the mindset of restriction, the interesting thing about that, I think is that even if you would actually be satisfied on, let's say, two slices, but you're saying, I only should have two. All of a sudden, because you're saying you only should have that, it can feel like you want more because of that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly. It's something that in those moments, we don't, it, it doesn't seem like it could make sense. It doesn't seem like we could just be satisfied with two pieces if we had permission to eat whatever we want, but it is the psychological side of food. When we restrict ourselves from something, we tend to want it more. So if we say, I should only have two slices, you're now relying on a rule instead of relying on listening to your body. Yep. That's it. Um, so, <laughs> so what would you say are a couple of like quick tips for somebody who is like, I am totally in this boat. I'm like terrified of this idea of unconditional permission. I'm struggling with binge eating. What are a couple quick tips tips you could give to that person right now? Really great question. So I think my first tip would be to, well, well, before I even give any tips, I do want to let everyone know that if you want to go from having rules and and being on a diet or feeling restricted with with food to being able to have unconditional permission and listening to your body it's not an overnight thing you're gonna have some trial and error you're gonna make some quote unquote mistakes that i don't really think are mistakes i think they're just part of healing and and it it may feel really uncertain and maybe chaotic at start as you try to find your footing with trusting and listening to your body. But if we've never trusted our body, it takes some time to build that up. So just know that even if you start to implement any of these tips and it doesn't feel like it's working after a week, it's not supposed to. (laughs) It's supposed to take some time. So definitely the first thing I would say is maybe evaluate what rules you do have and what feels the easiest for you to start breaking. There are some people who go more of that all in method where you're just like, I'm just going to dive in, break all the rules at once. Some people that's too overwhelming. So if that sounds overwhelming, let's just see, you know, if you are calorie restricting and eating low carb, how would it feel to 
kind of up that calorie restriction, but we don't have to face the carbs yet. Just bringing ourselves slowly to a place of less and less restriction before we dive into that unconditional permission. That's kind of more of an individualized thing, but first tip is definitely break the cycle by breaking the restriction. Um, The second thing would be to find a community, whether that's a free Facebook group, um, Instagram profiles, or getting in touch with a professional, you know, support group or uh, one-to-one coaching with a, a therapist, dietitian, or someone in this world, because the support is going to help us think about things in a different way. Our brain likes to look for things that are going to reassure us of whatever's on our mind. So if your biggest fears are on your mind, you're going to be looking for ways to reassure that. But another objective lens from a dietitian or therapist might be able to kind of show you that the the worst case scenario that you're looking for validation in may not be all that realistic and we just need to kind of work through any of those fears together. So definitely those would be the the first two tips. And then I think allowing yourself to make mistakes. And like I said, I don't feel like they're mistakes. I think that they're all opportunities to bring curiosity to the table and learn about your body. But just like we want unconditional permission to eat, we need unconditional permission to make mistakes because that judgment can keep us really stuck. Oh, that's so good. I feel like those are so helpful. Thank you so much, Marissa, for sharing everything with everyone here today. If you can please share, like, where can people find you? Do you have any like upcoming resources or just like offerings that you can share with people? Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram at binge.nutritionist. And I also have a podcast called Behind the Binge. We're currently paused for the end of season one and about to kick off season two in the fall. And I would love to work with anyone who feels like they're struggling with binge eating. I am about to launch, which I guess probably by the time you post this, it'll be open, about to launch a new group coaching program for people struggling with binge eating to stop binge eating and move forward and becoming an intuitive eater to create a healthful life, whatever that means to them. So this has been a really successful program, meaning, you know, it's a a proven method that I've implemented with people and I love it. I love the group setting. So you can find more information about that on my Instagram or my website, which is Makai Nutrition, M-A-K-A-I nutrition. It's a play on my name. My name's Marissa Kai, Makai. <laughs> but all the information about my services are over there and would love to have anyone who's looking to get help. Awesome. Thank you so much, Marissa. That's perfect. Thanks for coming on. Of course. Thanks so much for having me. All right, guys, that is a wrap on episode 80. If you want to hear more from Marissa, definitely go follow her on Instagram at binge.nutritionist. And as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, if you are interested in my high-level group coaching program, you can enroll in that via the link on my bio on Instagram, which is at theintuitive underscore RD. I also wanted to mention that if you're interested in recordings of my previous masterclasses that I've held, I've held ones on getting past diet rebellion mode, emotional eating, where to start with intuitive eating. If you want access to any of the recordings, for these pre- previous masterclasses. They're all available on my website in the shop. So you can just go to theintuitiverd.com and you'll be able to purchase those and listen to them whenever you want. All right, guys, hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll talk to you soon.